0: Hey, JC. Can you hear Man of Civics?
1: Hey. Uh, yeah, I can hear uh, you. Yeah.
0: Perfect. I can hear you just fine
1: then. Yep. <laughs> so let's just let's just type. Uh, I wonder if Jay Z can hear us. Maybe he'll write something in the chat oh. chat if he can. Um Jay Z and Gus? Four. That's about it. There's
2: an eight six zero number. Seven one six. The chaman just popped up.
1: Hey, Shaman, you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. I wonder why uh, he does
1: that. I got no clue. That's so annoying.
3: It is very annoying.
1: Uh, I hope it doesn't do that much longer.
3: We'll <laughs> be lucky if we have the format much <laughs>
1: So, uh, did you talk to your buddy? he coming on?
3: Yeah, he... Well he was already on with, you know, but he couldn't hear either, so I asked him to hang up and try to call back.
1: Was he, was he a four oh six back.
3: number? Um I don't know. To be honest. It's I mean it should be a four two three. I think. I mean I don't I don't know anybody's numbers anymore <laughs> since <laughs> smartphones came out. When I was a kid, I had like 100 numbers programmed into my head, but not anymore. But so he could be back on here in a minute.
1: Yeah, I mean, somebody had a uh, 406 number, and they um, you know, they they were on and then just kind of hung up, and I didn't know what was going on.
3: He, I don't think he could hear. Let me see if that was him or not.
1: No, that wasn't him. Man, uh, hey, Man of Civics, you you like the Epoch Times, right?
0: The epic Times, Epochs, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Epoch Times. Um, <laughs> I'm going to post up this video I was just watching into the chat because – like uh it's you know and, and they're fairly reputable but um they came out with a documentary just a couple hours ago on where the Wuhan virus came from and uh the origins of it <clears throat> and go through like all of the documentation showing that it's definitely man made it's it's pretty interesting although they're cool. still going with it was leaked from a from a you know level 4 lab in China
0: That'd be interesting. I haven't had a chance to get on their site today because it was been so busy all day. Everything that I could have broken up my job did. <laughs> so Hey, uh, JC.
1: Yeah.
3: He's on. It should be a 423 number. Right, I'm going to mute out.
1: 423.
3: I don't see anybody with a 423. Um, if he can hear us, raise his. A... Hey, if you'll raise your hand, so he'll know which number in case you're using a different number than I don't know. of.
1: I think it's start to to uh, raise your hand.
3: Oh, he's on the Internet. He won't be able to talk. Alright, if you can hear us, do you have a microphone though? Because if you don't on the computer, you won't be able to be heard. You may have to just call in the regular. Okay, he says he has a microphone. What does he got to do JC?
1: He's got to go into the live studio. And when he's in the live studio, it should show like a microphone. It should have a little thing for him to raise his hand. I mean, you know, once you get into the live studio, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, here we go. Maurice. What's going on,
0: Maurice? Not a heck of a lot, guys. How are you?
1: Pretty good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, just hanging out in the house like uh, the last couple of weeks, and watch just about every show out there available.
3: Let me, uh, go ahead. Sorry, JC, if you're gonna say
1: something. Uh, no, no, go ahead.
3: All right, um, there's been a ton of videos. I got, you know, friends. There's people on both sides of this issue, and usually we talk about law, but you know, this kind of ties into it anyway. Um, one of the things this show has been always about is getting facts, not conjecture and hyperbole and going off on tangents, we try to solve problems. So, you know, there's people on both sides of this, smart people, reasonable people are on both sides of this whole 5G argument. Some say it's, you know, the end of the world from a medical standpoint, obviously from an informational standpoint, it kind of tightens the ratchet on that, but, and there's others that say it's harmless. my wife's cousin is one of those. So the gentleman that you guys are going to hear from tonight, I'll let him kind of give his, uh, his resume because he knows more about what he's done than I do. But I know he's really smart. He's a great bass player, a friend of mine. And uh, with that, I'm going to introduce Maurice and let him go. He's going to tell you guys about what 5G
0: really is. Okay, guys. Well, I've been doing uh, communications, specifically satellite uh, communications. Um, geostationary satellite communications for the last 20 plus years um I've worked with pretty much all the companies throughout the world I've uh, been all over the world um worked with 5G as well um both in at the time you know right now it's been rolled out as a uh, blanket um type of format but in the past it's been more point to point um and also in uh, home networks you use 5G as well even though you're using it in a kind of in a lower frequency than um what the commercial applications are that are going to be out there right now. Um to kind of go over this, I mean I guess the first thing is do you guys have any questions about it? Is there anything that can be clarified?
1: Well, <clears throat> let, let's start here like um uh... What technically constitutes 5G? Like you're talking about, um, you're using it in your home network router right now. It, you know, like I, I know for instance, just to give you an example, I got a um, Airport Extreme that's, that's linked up to the router that's coming off of the cable internet. And that's sitting pretty close to me. I know that it, it broadcasts in the five gigahertz and the 2.4 gigahertz spectrum. Would that be classified as 5G?
0: Yes, yeah, somewhat. I mean, 5G, most people think about it, and they think that it's a 5 gigahertz protocol or a 5 gigahertz transport for communications. And it really, it's not. It's really 5G is for the fifth generation of encapsulation and transport that is being utilized at this point compared to 4G and 3G and 2G and 1G. Um, So in essence, yeah, what you're using at your home and your Wi-Fi is a 5G encapsulation, um, and it's operating at the 5 gigahertz range, somewhere in that general area. There are different channels that are being utilized. Um, And the 2.4 gigahertz is actually your other, it's not necessarily a 5G standard, it's another encapsulation. And that one uses a 2.4 gigahertz spectrum. So you really have two... Transmitters and receivers to home t- stations going on within your home.
1: Okay. So, like, um, I mean, I, I don't know how it works with the home, and I'm, I wonder if it works kind of the same way. But, you know, on your cell towers, I, I think 4G LTE can only get up to, you know, 40 or 50 Mbps. Um, and would 5G be anything beyond that? Uh, cause I, you know, I got a friend who has a, uh, gigahertz connection that he just got a couple of months ago and, and he can broadcast, you know, 250 MBPS, uh, across the, you know, across his house at the 2.4 gigahertz frequency.
0: Yeah. And 5G for that matter can be in the 2.4 gigahertz range. There's nothing really saying that it has to be in the five gigahertz range, um, But yeah, I mean, the encapsulation method of 5G and the transport itself, once you start getting into the higher frequency bands, will allow for more data and more bandwidth to be available in general. So yeah, 5G can produce and provide a lot more bandwidth than 4G can.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, what I was really kind of asking is um, any, you know, any device, because you're saying fourth generation, fifth generation. Um, so any device that's, that's uh, say, sending 100 Mbps over the airwaves is obviously a 5G system, like it's obviously a fifth generation system. Like, is there a limit to 4G?
0: there are limits um i don't have the limits right off the top of my head i never really got into that aspect of it as far as the the broadband throughput um there's really no need for other somebody other than a service provider or an actual end user to get into that um there are theoretical limits um but if you utilize the the product the 4g product let's say for that matter Um, And you close it to a smaller network, like your home network, per se, um, and only a couple of people are using it, and you maximize the packet containment and how it's being modulated into the signal, then, yeah, you could possibly get over 100 Mbps out of it. Uh,
1: Out of a 4G system? Yeah. Okay.
0: And you could get a lot less out of a 5G system if you encapsulate it incorrectly and if you... Go ahead. I think somebody said hey
3: yeah I did I was gonna ask you a question but it, it sometimes there's a delay and I didn't want to interrupt you this is Sean I think kind of the main I mean I think we can you know we can obviously go off in different directions at any point but let's do a starting point I had actually asked Maurice has been looking at some videos he's taking a lot of time to Look at videos and dissect them for us um, on his own time. I mean, he spent quite a bit of time doing that this week. And there was a video that was uh, sent to me by one of my friends, and it's a a doctor Bedell or B- Battel.
1: No, it's um, a Dr. Richard Batar.
3: Batar, that's it. Not Patel. I don't know why I keep getting Patel in my head, but. Anyway, this guy gave a bunch of information and sounded, you know, was trying to sound like an authority. You know, and I trust Maurice. Um, I don't, he's not a part, I can go ahead and testify he's not a part of the new world order and he's just, you know, a normal everyday guy who's done this for a long time and I take, you know, I just thought we should get some technical information. So, I think some of the claims are that this stuff can cause cancer, um and it can mutate a virus, uh, the virology of it can cause toxins, or the uh, the 5G can cause toxins, which the cells excrete, and it comes out in the form of a virus, and, you know, him and I talked back and forth about this, because, again, you know, I'm getting both sides I'm I'm really pretty ignorant. I don't have the vocabulary on the 5G thing. I never really worried about it, because I talked to him about it about two years ago, and he told me not to. So, um, maybe you can do a starting point there. Maybe you would kind of wanted to go through the first 10 minutes of that video. Maybe you can expound on that, Maurice. Just give us kind of an overview of what 5G can do and,
0: you know, what it can't, you know, maybe even the Hugo. Uh, yeah, know, okay. Um, all right. So a lot of it, it's kind of what I've seen so far in a lot of the videos is that a lot of them are taking the technology. and attributing properties to it that are really not valid. Okay, One of them, um, and this last video that I watched, I watched the first 10 minutes of it, and uh, there were so many inconsistencies in it that I kind of stopped around the 10 minute mark to kind of gain composure. But the first one that I see consistently is that 5G works in a micrometer wavelength, and that is not the case. Um, uh, 5G works in the millimeter wavelength in the first place. It's much bigger than micro and much bigger than nano at that point. So um, that's the first thing um, that he posts in his uh, video on the background. He's got a page with information um, saying that uh, 5G currently works in the 30 gigahertz to 300 gigahertz range, which is also untrue. Uh, Right now, the rollouts are happening in the megahertz range, 600 megahertz in the low gigahertz range. Um, And Eventually, there will be some rollouts that are going to happen in the higher gigahertz range and particularly, probably for point-to-point in business applications. But the highest requested, I believe right now, the highest requested allotment of frequency spectrum is right around the 89 gigahertz range, so nowhere near close to 300 gigahertz. Um, sorry, I had to add a drink. Um, OK, so um, and then he starts state, stating about this 300 gigahertz range, the top end of it. Why is 300 gigahertz important? Well, the difference between anything below 300 gigahertz and everything above 300 gigahertz is whether the, the wave itself the radiation is gonna be ionizing or non-ionizing. Anything above 300 gigahertz starts getting into the microwave um, wavelength and the nanowave wavelength, which are ionizing type radiations. Anything below that's in the millimeter wavelength and they're not ionizing radiations. So right now the 5G implement and rollout is does not work within the ionizing radiation spectrum. That's one of the first things that needs to be clarified. Um, do you guys understand ionizing?
1: Yeah, I got my physics degree from
0: MIT, you know. Oh, okay. Well, well, if you understand it, basically... Dude, you're talking to a bunch of retards, man. Come on. Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't want to imply. Okay, so... Ionizing basically means that any type of radiation or or energy can strip an electron from an atom. So if you can strip one electron from an atom, then you've ionized that atom. And then that atom becomes a a free radical, which basically it's running around while trying to look for an electron to balance itself. It steals another electron from another atom, a weaker atom, and then that atom becomes free radical, and it becomes a chain reaction. Okay, that's one way that um, when they talk about having free radicals in your body, and you need to drink and eat that to get rid of your free radicals, that's what they're talking about. Um, so, with that in mind, basically the same rate-
1: thing that causes static electricity.
0: Uh, well, it somewhat causes static electricity, but in in electricity and in general, you're talking about the movement from of electrons from one molecule to another in a chain reaction. This is, they're not close enough and they're not really being afforded that you pass one electron to another one. You're just stealing one and letting that atom go wild to try and find another one. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying things to help clarify for other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay so it's non ionizing radiation and the, the reason that that is significant is because this type of radiation is not going to steal an electron from one of your atoms in your DNA or RNA and cause your DNA or RNA to actually mutate this atom is running while it steals it from another atom all of a sudden your DNA somewhat breaks apart it tries to put itself back together after it puts itself back together it's not the same type of DNA or RNA sequence, as it was in the first place, and you have a mutation. This can't do that. And
3: um, Go ahead. I'd like to interject with something briefly. Apparently not everyone on the call is a retard. Apparently we have a former fighter pilot slash electrical engineer who agrees with everything you're saying.
0: <laughs> okay, well, great. Um,
3: so basically... Okay, okay. If I put that into drummer Sean terms, what you're saying is is that you can drive through the five G and it doesn't it doesn't have the ability or the power or the means in the spectrum of any kind to cause a mutated gene or splice a
0: DNA or cause cancer, correct? Yeah, correct. Primarily because it doesn't have the energy to do that, and secondarily it's because the wave length itself is so big that the wave acids it's just moving through the air just goes right over cells it's too big to actually interact with a cell
1: yeah i mean a millimeter wave is a far cry from a nanometer wave or you know correct it's a far cry and
0: in order to start talking about interacting with cells and particularly what's inside of the cell you have to be at the nanometer level You can do a lot of things with the microwave wavelength that you can, particularly you can excite molecules like a microwave can, even though the microwave works in the 2.4 gigahertz range. It's not up in the microwave range, but microwaves themselves can excite cells and and cause issues that are kind of probably do the cooking part of it rather than the cancer and mutation part of it. Does that make
1: sense? Uh, yeah, I mean the whole way a microwave oven works is by uh, exciting. exciting the the atoms of water, you know, water molecules. Molecules, then, not yeah. Yeah, and then those start to kind of boil, and that's what actually cooks correct. The but food. It, it's like, not you couldn't actually, cook dehydrated food in a microwave.
0: Yeah, but it's not actually going in and actually mutating. The atom itself, or the DNA or RNA in your food it's just exciting that particle to move faster, and once it mm-hmm. moves faster, that faster movement creates energy, and that energy results to- in yeah I,
1: I would actually say that it probably transfers energy like or transforms energy more than than creates it because the microwave is actually creating the energy it's just transforming that from a microwave energy into a water excited, you know, okay, water sure. excited that's, molecule. Fair enough. Cooking.
0: Okay, right. so um, <laughs> that's one of the misconceptions that it, that 5G works in the micro meter wavelength, and that's not true. Uh, the other thing that he states is that 4G worked. He's trying to make a leap, um, in comparison of the technologies, by saying that um that uh, 4g technology worked in the 900 meg sorry in the 900 hertz range okay and in comparison to that 5g is working in the 30 gigahertz range to 300 gigahertz range so he's given you an exponential amount of difference between the two technologies and why you should be scared of this 5g technology Well, first of all, it doesn't work. 4G doesn't work in the 900 hertz range. 900 hertz is audible in the first place. Um, It doesn't even work in the 900 megahertz range. It's actually more like the 700 megahertz range. And above that, in the lower gigahertz ranges, in 2.4 and several other allocations. um, But he's trying to make the comparison so broad by saying, 4G worked in 900 hertz, and then you take a leap, a huge leap, with 5G going to 30 gigahertz, to 300 gigahertz. Um, that, and, and that's just completely untrue. So that's something that he should have studied or had a recommendation on that prior to him.
3: Um, Maurice, there was another, and we can stay on this video, but I've seen a couple of videos, not just one that a buddy of mine sent me, but there was a video um, where they're running around with the meter testers and their their starting point is the World Health Organization's recommendation for a daily dose of radiation, and they put it at a certain number and yeah, they and- go up and they hold it up. Um, you wanted to
0: address that, as I recall.
3: Could you please address that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean um the guy was holding up uh the meter and it was shown that he was uh recording numbers at a hundred uh milliwatt uh per uh, meter squared of power. And um because his meter was peaking, he was showing this to be an enormous amount of power, which is really not the case. Um a hundred milliwatts. Uh, per meter square, Um, right now, I don't know if you guys understand, but your cell phones are putting out over a watt of power the majority of the time. Um, Vsat stations that are sitting, uh, receiving uh, data from satellites and transmitting data back up to the satellites, they use a two to three watt transmitter emitting all the time. So 100 milliwatts of power, uh, per meter squared is really not very much at all. Um, and I look at their starting point was much lower than it should have been if they were going to make that argument, right? Um, well, the argument is, is that that is too much power, but it is isn't. right. That's what I'm saying. They actually are hurting their argument by doing it that way. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you, since you presented it as a picture so that you could actually look at it, yeah, I heard his argument right then and there. I mean, to somebody, to to any person, a lay person that's walking down the street, you show them a meter and it's in the red and you tell them, you know, this is what the World Health Organization tells you, that 100 milliwatts of power over a meter square, per meter square, is beyond their recommendation. Sure, they'll believe you. I would if I didn't know any better, right? Okay.
3: Um and I'll continue getting kind of the main things on so people can ask questions, get the main main course on the table. So I asked you another question. Okay, so if these these wavelengths are incapable because they're just not able to produce the result that's being told in these videos, is there a way if if someone were to be Nefarious, or if they wanted to inject some kind of uh, harmful wave through that system, is there a way that they can manipulate the system that's in being put into place, or can they put one that's there that no one would know about that would still operate in a 5G range that would benefit them or that they could do that would be? cost-effective and do the things they wanted it to do without installers, people like you, and other people knowing it? Would there be a way for that to happen?
0: Well, um, yeah, pretty much if you want to do anything, the capabilities are out there. Um, It comes down to who's policing it, whether they're going to catch on quickly enough to shut it down um, or not. Uh, or can you let it go for any long period of time and cause some damage? Uh, the second part of that comes to interface a product. Um, can you buy, let's say, if you happen to have a 3-watt radio that's transmitting out and you wanted to change it out for a 300-watt radio, the physical difference between these items is such that you can't just bolt it on there And have people not notice that there's something wrong here um you would have to probably do some engineering to make sure that that item actually stays on there as well so um can they do it sure absolutely but is it feasible can they would have to probably engineer some of these parts um i don't know what the end uh, result or the end you know goal is here Uh, for them to actually do that for any long period of time or not, because they probably would have to do it for a long period of time. Um, By then, they probably, somebody would snoop around and and realize that there's too much energy coming from the section and shut it down. Um, There's probably some redundancy redundancy built into the systems that would tell the other side or the side that's uh, monitoring the network that... Um, you know, it's overpower at this point that it is transmitting too much power. Um, can they circumvent that um, if they have enough knowledge? Sure, they can circumvent that as well. So there's some engineering that has to go into that. But the answer is, yeah, sure, somebody could do it.
3: Would, it, would that affect, like, someone who had a 5G phone if somebody was sending? I mean, I'm just thinking in the term of a plumber, if you ply, you can have the best valve in the world, but if you put too much pressure through it, it's going to cause problems. So would that same principle work from the standpoint of if they were to engineer something like that, that we would that it would come across in the devices that we were using that we would notice there was some kind of problem, or our server would have problems. as
0: would those kind of things exist? Well, depends on the coverage because the majority of the time, if one uh, tower or let's say one actual point of dispersion was putting up too much energy and the phones that they were transmitting to did not accept it and rejected it. They're probably picking up energy from other points of dispersion, so the end user would probably not see a difference.
3: Um, how far? Or how far apart? This is a question. How far apart are 5G antennas located, and if they can be fired individually, like a phased array?
0: Um Right now, I don't know what the actual deployment is. I would have to actually research that to find out, because I'm sure that there are going to be different standards in different countries. I can probably come up with the different standards as far as the spacing. Um, the spacing itself, there may be some standard to minimum or maximum spacing. But again, the, the network deployer would probably strategically choose the spacing depending on the coverage that they wanted to, to obtain. Um, Is it around and, 200 feet? I, I, I would think, personally, I would think the 200 feet would be too close. But I can't say that for certain. I can find out. I just, I've heard that number. I've heard, like, where there would be
3: hundreds of antennas. They would have to have millions. And, and part of me just wonders how that's cost effective, like, installing all that equipment that much more equipment i I understand how it can be misused by the government what the benefit would be on that end and selling information and instant uh tracking abilities and things like that which they can kind of do now anyway but that seems like an awful lot of antennas and equipment to use just to have somebody download a video faster
1: yeah I mean when you're looking at the mainstream media and they're talking about this everybody kind of brings that up and talks about you know how fast do you really have to download a video cuz with let's face it with 4G you can download videos faster than you can watch them even if you're watching them at double or triple speed um so you know when do you have to use that kind of data transfer rates and and what is it really good for and the most common thing that I've heard are, uh, you know, when we have driverless cars and the communication between a network of cars, for instance, like traffic, and being able to know very precisely exactly how far away from the other car they are, it still seems to me like it's a little bit overboard. That you could have a system, and even though it might not be quite as efficient as 5G it would probably still work pretty good on a 4G system. And the other thing is, is getting back to kind of the wave um, and how far it can go. Mainstream media, for the most part, says it's about 500 feet or 200 meters, like from 500 feet up to 200 meters. OK. Does that sound about accurate? And what do you think about the whole, uh, you know, needing a blanket of 5G and and what it's used for?
0: Well, um, yeah, I mean, what is their future goal? What is the map that they've laid out that that they're going to be able to do with 5G in the next 10 years or 20 years in order to be able to recover their investment? Um, But again, I think we're not really talking about the type of rollouts and deployment that makes sense, right? I mean, we're not in this talk show to talk about, are we gonna be able to watch a a movie in X amount of time or download it in X amount of time because that's really not what this show is about, right? Is there something behind 5G that they have planned that they're not telling you about, right? So what is this big technology that they need all this broadband power for? that i can't say you guys probably know better than i do uh i'm just telling you about the capabilities of it so um i really can't go there
1: well i mean with with you knowing the capabilities of it way better than any of us on the call is is there some purpose that you see that somebody says uh needs to to download information at 200 mbps i mean Um, I mean, I'll just give you an example, for instance, my brother does a whole lot of uh, computer work, and he has contracted with different alphabet agencies, and I was talking with him about who needs more than a gigabyte connection, and and he was telling me that he very often has to send um, 50 to 75 gigabyte files over the Internet. And I could see how somebody who had to send 50 to 75 gigabyte files all the time would need a, you know, Mm -hmm. a a gigabit connection or maybe even a little more.
0: Yeah, but I mean, live, true live applications, gaming, uh, virtual reality, for that matter. Um, Advertising, uh, real live advertisement, depending on what it is that you do right now. Do you touch a book and all of a sudden you get a message, you know, about all these other bookstores in the area? Um, That type of continual pumping of information to one single end user does take up a lot of data. So, you know, in a city where there are obviously Uh. the density is much thicker and you have to do the same exact thing for thousands and millions of people. Yeah, you're going to be running out of bandwidth in 4G pretty soon, so...
1: So, so it's basically like a more effective way of them doing what they're already doing. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the, the data collecting and um, the, you know, the active, uh, the the active uh, trying to sell you stuff. I can't think of the, you know, the active commercial application targeting. where it's like, you know, Google knows that. You need to get a tooth fixed or something, so they start sending you a bunch of dentist advertisements.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that. Hey, Murray. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. And no, I think I, you got say, a I mean as the world expands, obviously questions. more and more people are going to vie for your ear and for your attention, and uh, it's only a, a matter of economics that the more and more that they pump you with this information, the more and more that they're going to guide you to buy whatever it is that this person's advertising. So that's not necessarily nefarious. That happens all the time. That happens right now. You go and you look at a website for something, and then all of a sudden Facebook puts a message out that, hey, we have this. You know. Well, shit, you can talk
3: about something with your buddy, and it shows up in your feed. I, I've not never had net, that I personally happen, net.
0: but I see it when I, I travel to. the internet all the time. So but I... You know, I can't speak for that.
3: Yeah, I've actually had it happen. Let me ask you, would you explain the wave thing with the distancing like you did me in the space? That might kind of
0: explain it a little
3: better. You know, you're talking about the wave band was smaller, so it took up less space and and you could fit more into a smaller space.
0: Yeah, I mean, with, uh,
3: more being like-
0: able to modulate a signal, um, the, the bigger the signal is. The harder it is to modulate it, and the smaller that the the wave it is it's easier to modulate it, so therefore um, and also the frequency of the wave becomes faster obviously the the smaller the wavelength, the higher the frequency. The frequency becomes faster if they're doing amplitude amplitude modulation or uh, phase shift modulation, the faster the wave the faster that they can modulate it and the more data that they can actually get out of it and out of the same amount of space. So in all of these technologies, they're going to higher and higher frequency ranges because it does afford for higher bandwidth, not necessarily because these higher wavelengths are gonna allow you to cause damage to X or to necessarily target something. That's not my perspective as far as when, uh, since I've worked in the industry. Um, the, the reason that we go to higher frequencies is because the higher frequencies allow you to pack more data within the same amount of space. And the that's the whole goal of this, is to try and pack as much data as you can within a certain amount of space and time. And of course, with more data, there's more information, more information, is more money yeah absolutely i mean that's the name of the game the more that you can deliver with the same amount of resources the more that you're going to profit
1: well we have uh two people with their hand up here um they've kind of had their hand up for a minute i did put a video that video i sent you sean the other day on 5g the threat of 5g with the general um, and he and he's talking about the difference between 5G and 4G is that you can't opt out of 5G. Um, you know, with 4G, you can just not have a cell phone. And it's kind of interesting, but I don't know what he's talking about well enough well, to really yeah, argue
3: it. I meant to send him. I meant to send him that, and I think I forgot. I'll send, that's a, did you see the one with the general, Maurice? I
0: did, did not. I but without okay. a device, how would... I, I Okay, so without some type of a device, how would you not be able to knock that? Um, well, they're doing, they're doing it in Beijing, like the general, like John was saying. But
3: they're saying there, you can step out of your house. There's so many cameras and microphones everywhere that you don't even have to have a device. You just step out of your house, and you the camera picks up your face. The facial recognition software says, okay, that's Ming-Hung Lo, and Ming-Hung Lo needs an uber driver and he says i need an uber driver at mingho lane and then 10 minutes later a Ho driver shows up and you did
0: all that without a phone okay but that's not opting out the fact <laughs> that he actually said i need an uber driver is opting in
1: yeah well, i mean, I mean I, yeah, this I is agree. this is one of those things where it's like uh i don't know well enough to argue it but what he's talking about is pretty interesting and, and somewhat scary. So I think that, uh, and it's also something that, that not a lot of other people who are talking about 5G are really talking about. I mean, he's coming from a completely different perspective than what everybody's talking about.
3: It's an interesting,
0: it's a very educational informative video too, it's not, and he i mean right the now there're enough stuff. there are enough cameras and facial recognition going on at this point without 5g even being involved that i mean it shouldn't i don't think to me it would make a horrific slap in the face to learn that they're doing this much more sophisticatedly and and faster Um, By implementing a new technology and not necessarily 5G, but many other different types of technologies to be able to do this in a faster way. Um, It's just a what technology brings to you. A higher order technology brings you more opportunities.
3: I'm going to I'm going to ask you one more question before we go to the callers. But uh, I got a picture from someone and said they made these and it showed the 5G network for to to. control these, and it showed all those DARPA robots, they wouldn't need 5G to do that.
0: Well, it depends on what type of control. I mean, localized control of anything can be done in a small network, yes, but if you need a wider area of control, there's geostationary LEO and MEO satellites roaming all over the top of this Earth that could right now, blanketing this earth with all kinds of RF and uh, means of being able to send messages and control things. We did that on on a normal basis. As a matter of fact, uh, the majority of our work was, uh, let's say, a remote um, station, a remote power station, Um, If one of the parts went down, the system would actually send the signal up to a satellite, down to a a terminal on the ground, and somebody would get noticed that this part went down. And just kind of dumbing it down as to how it happens. Um, And then a a technician would get rolled out, right? And that's been going on for the last 20 years. SCADA is one of the things that... it's very easy to rump, ramp up SCADA to the level to where you could communicate with robots and tell them what to do or monitor to them or get feedback from them. But that's not necessarily, in my opinion, what 5G got rolled out for.
3: I'm just saying they could find ways to do that without using 5G to manipulate. In other words, in your oh, yeah, opinion... Yeah. Based upon your information, that would 5G would not be necessary to accomplish sending a robot to somebody's house, having it bust in the door and shoot
0: them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I no. I would say no. Not necessarily. You want to do I'm it, it a robot way, but... style? Yeah. I. I, I well, yeah. I mean, you the... want to do robot style? But I think that technology is available right now. Even before five G yeah. came around, you could do that. You could do that. So many different ways that you know. If they're waiting for five G to come out to do this, then I. I don't understand why they would do that.
3: Well, uh, yeah, I put it that way on purpose. It's. It, I wasn't being mean to the guy, but it, I mean, it was just this is another one of those things that drives the, at least most of the people on this call crazy is just people flooding all these memes and these pictures and, and all this information and it's
0: not factual. It's some, of it is, some of it them is some of it is not some of it is speculation and some of it is just conjecture. I mean, uh there are several things that i watch that I'm like kind of questioning and starting to research about that I didn't know before. Um, some of it I find that they're a dead end. Some other ones I'm still researching myself. So, But at the same time, a lot of the things that I hear are not formed, are not based in fact.
1: Well, I I got a question on that note. What are some of the things that that you've seen that you're researching that made you question and
0: are they dangerous? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm researching them. Um, Well, and and I can't say that there's a lot of them. I'll just say the one. I saw a video and I'm not going to, so I'm going to put the disclaimer up front, okay? I'm not feeding into the yeah just because i think i saw and heard this it's what i heard and saw there could be many reasons for this it's just something that i heard and i'm interested in so there was this talk uh, with bill gates about um the uh, carbon footprint Uh, i guess it was a ted talk a while back um and He mentioned, uh, obviously, what do we need to do to bring the carbon footprint down? The first number or the first part of the equation is the letter P, which is population. According to him, at the time, we were 6.7 billion strong going towards, he called it 7 billion at the time, and the prediction is that we're going to be at 9 billion pretty soon. Um, And eventually, he said, how do we bring that down? And his statement was that if we use... Uh, immunization of uh, vaccines correctly and we use other means that you know are natural means I I can't remember the exact wording that he used but the it, the vaccine part of it that is the modern one that modern medical I got. healthcare okay the the vaccine word is the one that kind of caught me by surprise right well, then this guy is actually narrating this video and he says, yeah, see, he just said that with vaccine, we're gonna lower the population as it stands. And that's not really what he said. He said with vaccines, we could keep, possibly keep the population from rising all the way to 9 billion. He didn't say, we're gonna go ahead and lower our current population by using vaccines. Nevertheless, the fact that you're going to use vaccines to stop the population from growing, is that's what concerns me. What did he mean by that?
3: Yeah, the other the other example he used, he said if we use do a really good job with modern medical health care and vaccinations, we should be able to lower this number. As I recall, well, the wording was lower this number by
0: 10 to 15 percent. Is that what he said?
1: About 10 percent.
0: Okay, well, if it's the same one, that's really not what he said. He said we could lower this number, and he even said afterwards, we could bring that down to 1.3. 1.3 compared to 2, that's the expansion. He was talking about lowering the expansion, not the current number of the population right now. If you listen to it again, if you listen to it again, just read what he actually says but what disturbs me is why is he talking about using vaccination to lower the projected growth so at some point is he saying that we're population is running out of control and we have to stop it at some point and this is the way that we're proposing to do it if that is the case i'd like to know that
1: well i mean one thing when you start looking at population and How populations growing? For instance, in in almost all first world countries, the the population is not growing; it's actually shrinking. None so so much as Japan, where their population is going to be decimated when the baby boomers um, pass away, just because people have such a disparity
0: between the age ranges. uh,
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, one big thing is that in um in societies where the population is a lot better educated on on reproduction uh, they tend to have less children in general so you know i mean you can take that for whatever it's worth but most of the people for instance my my sister has two children my brother has two children and i have one
0: but you're better educated is what you're saying
1: uh, no, I'm just saying that people have less children. Uh, you know, <laughs> like that sounds uh, really I
4: mean, bad.
1: <laughs> one of the big reasons why my brother and sister didn't have that many children—they waited so long until they started having children—was because it was nice not having children. They could go away on vacation every weekend.
0: Yeah, there's many reasons. I mean, and, and there's uh, you know, they, reasons they for people all want to have their multiples. money on
1: themselves. Guess who they spend it on now?
0: I guess. <laughs>
3: Um, Hey, before we go too far in any other direction, you said a couple people had their hands up. Did they have questions about the 5G issue?
1: I don't know, but I'll go ahead and unmute them. So Traveler 1, you're unmuted. And JD, you're unmuted. But Traveler 1, you can go ahead and go first. Your hand is up first.
4: Yeah, good explanation of 5G. But I think there's also, we should look at uh, the nefarious side of it. I think it's been weaponized and something about the frequencies. The 5G, these are just things that I've seen researched. Um, the 5G was the same frequency as uh, the molecule in your lungs that puts the oxygen into your blood and the 4G we're using right now was the same as a molecule of water. So there was a possibility of, of damage there. And I think it was possibly used in um, Iraq, I guess it would have been, with the soldiers in the caves. And the soldiers ended up coming out, throwing their guns down, and hitting the ground and begging for mercy. And well, I think they um, used it in, in crowd control. I think it's been weaponized. And I think we're going to go past five and go to six.
0: Okay. The, not uh, have it be, uh... I think that there's right. absolutely, there's going to be a 6G and a 7G and so on. It, it There's no way that right. one entity can take the market share without somebody else right. finding a different way of being able to gain that market share back. So there's going to be competition and new technologies are going to be abound. There's one interesting thing that I will note um, with not necessarily 5G, okay, but with any uh transmission, 60 gigahertz is yeah, 60. Yeah. Okay. 60 gigahertz is a specific frequency that actually not necessarily binds to oxygen, but is actually affected by oxygen. And you can actually, there are studies done, and I can, next time, if you guys want me to, I can actually grab some, If I don't know if we can do slides on here or, um, anyway. Uh, if, yeah, if,
1: if, if you put up a slide in the chat, I can okay it or not okay it. I mean, obviously, okay. if you're gonna do I, something, then. We'll yeah, I mean, I, I don't it.
0: have them right now, but um, if, you, if you transmit a 60 gigahertz uh, transmission, you know, a, a radio wave, um, the oxygen around it is actually going to uh, t- start to mute that signal. It actually, the v- the wavelength of 60 gigahertz and the oxygen molecules actually interact with each other. That's an awesome
4: thing. Yeah, I think it's like the same thing as the frequency where a singer can shatter glass. They, they It's a resonant frequency. They vibrate so much they, just, they destroy each other
0: yeah that's called resonant frequency and yeah and it very may very well be with the fact that the that it is a resonant frequency or harmonic of that frequency that causes the interaction but um the the one thing in communications if you were to use a 60 gigahertz frequency um, you could use it the the advantage of that with it interacting with oxygen molecules would be that you can actually put a lot of power, not a huge amount of power. Again, I'm not going overboard here. You could put a lot of power out from an antenna that would normally cause issues with another antenna that was close by. So you could kind of like overpower this antenna, but because it's at 60 gigahertz, the oxygen molecules in the air will actually attenuate that signal and form a shield around it to keep it from transmitting that far but at the same time you have that much power coming out of the antenna in a localized area now that's what i know about six right meter. all right let's just keep looking now the other frequency i don't know look- which one it is but the other one actually interacts uh, with hydrogen.
4: yeah isn't uh four down to 2.4 or something
0: now, two point four is the current frequency that the majority of things are using right now. Your microwave uses, your microwave, yeah, Bluetooth, yeah. Wi-Fi. There's a lot of them that are using two point four right now. So, if that had been the case, and they were trying to do something to actually affect something, two point four would probably have already shown its ugly face. I was getting ready right to up. say. I mean, wouldn't
3: that kind of wouldn't that kind of lend towards the fact that five G from a health standpoint are you
0: are you implying that it would be healthy safer? no no, not at all uh, oh sorry that it would okay. be safer
3: yeah uh,
0: then well, the microwave?
3: I like you know you said it's a lower power, right
0: um, well no, I don't remember saying that it was a lower power um, are you talking about the 60 gigahertz that we were talking about?
3: Yeah, I'm talking about specifically microwave signals. Like you just said, that there's all kinds of things that have...
0: Microwaves are... Microwave is... Hold on, 2.4... It's 24... Yeah, 2445 or something like that. Yeah, megahertz is
2: 2450 megahertz or 2.4... gigahertz. You can say it either way. Yeah, and that's
3: what I was saying at 2.4. I'm trying to get you to answer a question. What I'm trying to say is if they were going to be nefarious, wouldn't they have gone in a different direction than 5G? As far as trying to cook your body. They wouldn't have used 5G.
0: Of course they would. This is a pharmaceutical
4: thing Hold on. Hold on. I'm asking Marie. I
0: I don't think that – no, not at all. I mean, you could use higher frequencies that would get it done much more efficiently if you wanted to do that.
2: Right. So
3: I'm trying to to get you to go into a realm of, because people are gonna ultimately ask this. Again, it kind of goes back to where I was asking you before, can it be manipulated somehow? Because
0: people are ultimately gonna ask that question. Yeah, but I mean, the the question is, is really, you know, in an analogy is, let's say, can you make a car go as fast as you want it to, you know, sure, you can do whatever you want, you can put a diesel engine on a Yugo and make it go as fast as you like until it destroys itself or beef it up and ultra design it and engineer it so that it will go that fast. There's no point in doing that, but you could. So, what is the end goal? So, the real question is: is What is the end goal of making the car go that fast? If it's to smack into a wall and destroy it, then over-engineering this car to get that done serves no purpose. You just grab a bomb and you go put it over by the wall, and you just blow up the wall. Does that make sense? Using 5G Mm -hmm. for that purpose, it just—I—I don't see why they would do that. That's why I was asking it, so you would give something similar to your Godzilla analogy from last night. Yeah, so I mean, uh, the the question is, what's the end result? What's the goal? It's called programming,
4: and that's your television,
2: they put out yeah. the frequency.
0: I can't speak to that.
2: Hey, hey, Maurice. Uh, hi, this is JD. Hey, JD. How you doing? Thanks for coming on the show and explaining all this. It's really helping. Um, one, one thing for me when I hear the phrase 5G, you know, it covers so many different frequencies. I think it does. that uh, it, 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 it becomes a little bit confusing to people because if you just say the word 5G, you're not actually talking about any specific frequency. You're just talking about a name of, of a generation of things. It's kind of like saying rock and roll or internet. Um, and and I think that's where some confusion's coming in so I just wanted to kind of just talk about the frequency spectrum again and just you know where where people can maybe visualize some of these frequencies and then maybe maybe just through some of some of my questions you know we can we can have some other people ask some of you know their questions maybe it will help them um, I just sure. wanted to kind of mention about the frequencies you know on your car radio they go from 87 megahertz up to like 108 megahertz and then you know the old cell phones and beepers um were they not operating around 900 megahertz back in the day
0: yeah originally
2: and then we went to um like 1800 megahertz um which would in other words be said as 1.8 gigahertz um and then we moved up to 2400 megahertz or 2.4 gigahertz right for for like the home routers um is that is that where they operate
0: the majority yeah wi-fi the wi-fi protocol itself centers around 2.4 ish um so does bluetooth and so do microwaves, as mentioned earlier, there are several technologies that actually reside around that same frequency range.
2: Okay, and this has to do with how many times, uh, you know, the Hertz is is vibrating in a second, right? Which uh, which everything's measured in Hertz, which is a sine wave, one cycle. Um, so if it's twenty-four fifty megahertz, that's two thousand four hundred fifty million Hertz per second.
0: Per second, correct?
2: Right. Right. So <clears throat> now. If we move up to f- uh, five gigahertz, which is um, five thousand megahertz, right? That's like a really, really, really high you know, channel on your radio station. If your car radio could go that high, you you could just dial it up to to five thousand megahertz. Um, that is what we choose as like the secondary choice on our home routers. You see, you usually have two, like you were saying, there's two transmitters and two, two you know, two transceivers in your phone to for the Wi-Fi.
0: Correct.
2: Okay, so so now, as we're as we're discussing that the the 2450 or the 2.4 gigahertz, that range is also used to cook food, right? Microwaves.
0: So microwave so, ovens,
2: which is right. So what is the difference between that um, that frequency generator in the oven as to the frequency generator that sends out the signal in your Wi-Fi?
0: Well, the primary difference is gonna be in the power output. The microwave is gonna put out a little bit more power than the transmitter that's in your Wi-Fi station. Um, but just because you say 2.4 or I'm not saying specifically you, just because someone says 2.4 gigahertz, that's kind of a ballpark figure. It's like right. saying red compared to blue, but red has many shades of red, right? So yes. your microwave is gonna use 2450, and your Wi-Fi is actually going to use, let's say, 2475 to 25.1 in that range. And they're all going to be very small amounts of frequencies that are all allocated to that transmission each time. So even though they're all around the same range, all of these different devices are using different frequencies, specific frequencies within that range.
2: Right, which would, which would you would you would call a block of frequencies, right? From here Correct. to here would be the block. That would be the block.
0: Right. So, the so land that's going to receive at this section of the block and transmit at this section of the block, et cetera, yes.
2: Yeah, you got cut off for some reason. I don't know if it was just me or. Yeah, you have the right idea. OK, so I'm just trying to put this into perspective with people because I think the the most uh, fearful thing about what they hear about 5G is that it's going to somehow do something to ourselves by having the amount of towers around and the amount of power, what power level they're going to be operating at. Right. Because frequencies actually, you know, because you said the first rollout out of, of 5G is going to be. 600 megahertz, which is actually way lower than the old cell phones, Correct. Right, so there really shouldn't be any physical concern about that frequency range or maybe even of any of the ranges. It just depends on the power output because I mean from what we're discussing here, we're discussing the microwave oven and the fact that our home routers are putting out a very close frequency block uh, a range in the same block as your microwave oven and, yeah, and one can
0: cook meat and the other one cannot
2: right and now i do i have seen some some experiments where children were were doing you know this little thing where they put the plant they put a plant growing next to a wi-fi router and it I can't confirm this, but I did see, you know, like a little video where it showed an experiment and the plants weren't doing so well near the Wi-Fi router. And maybe there's something to be said by having this frequency constantly, you know outputting close to your cells, you know and so this could be kind of, you could extrapolate this kind of concern to a a, a tower that's maybe putting out a certain, a certain frequency at a certain power level, you know is it going to damage ourselves and and we do know that you know transmitting you know ham radio and whatnot you can get burned from you know yeah, high. yeah so maybe
0: um well I get so, it, it comes down to the specification whenever uh, a new technology is going to be rolled out they have to go before obviously the, they have to requests for the allocation of the frequencies, but they also have to go before certain boards and get the specifications of how the system's supposed to work approved. Those specifications...
1: I I mean, come on. We can all agree that those boards can be bought and they're basically... Absolutely. I I don't think I want to... I'm not...
0: Whatever they're
1: licensing to.
0: I'm not getting into that. With my conversation, I I, I'm not okay. Anybody can be bought for anything. I understand that. However, there are specifications. There are specifications that are supposed to be adhered to. With those specifications, are supposedly (laughs) not supposed to harm you. Now, if somebody goes outside of that specification, sure, could it cause issues? I'm sure it could. Okay. The question really is: Are the mainstream current network providers going outside of that specification and well, if you I've believe that that is spe- yeah. and if you believe that that yeah. specification is capable or allowing or leaving enough latitude to cause damage then you need to research that i haven't found anything in my research that in my personal research, when I worked in the business, when I was being radiated all the time, that caused me to believe that there was going to be any physical damage to myself.
2: So, well, so maybe,
3: maybe this is an incorrect question. Well, and or it's going to be very obviously not on your level, but let's say instead of switching to the 5G width they continued with the older technology but increased the power because they would, wouldn't they have to increase the power to get
0: more service to more people? No, well, not necessarily more service to more people. They would be able to reach a further distance, but no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to turn the power up on an existing technology to try and get more throughput out of it. Because it would be harmful.
2: Yes, there's yes. no need
0: for that. That's there's no
2: need to, that.
3: Hold, hold on, right, that's sure. why I asked the question because a lot of people would say that. that so was think of it. Let me let me try you, and you, they would just continue on the way they're going and just get more power and you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and
0: you know you well, you use in the in the in the more modern technology from 3G to 4G, 4G to 5G, you use a different method of encapsulation as well which in itself allow in itself allows you to use to utilize the bandwidth more efficiently and at the same time um you don't have to use as much power obviously if you're using it more efficiently think about it kind of like if you're using a box and you put something in the box and there's all the space that's wasted over right but you are the specification for you shipping this product is in this box and you have to use this box, nothing else. Well, then you come out with a new specification or a new technology that allows you to have smaller boxes. Therefore, you can put items in it where you're not wasting as much space. In the same space that you are able to ship three or four items with the new technology, you can only ship one item with the old technology. Does that make
2: sense? Yep. Yeah. So basically so, uh Maurice, um so so people can understand about the higher frequencies, like as you go up higher in the frequency spectrum, there's more there's more squiggles per second, meaning if you stretched it out, it would be like a longer line. So you can fit more information along the waves because there's correct. more of them per second would that be true so the bandwidth goes up you can you can pack more information on a higher frequency than you can on a lower one
0: correct and when you're using phase shift keying which is one of the modulation types that are where you're able to actually encapsulate data into a bit of energy you use phase which if you know what a sine wave is you understand that as it rises and peaks and comes down you have Two different phases in the positive side of uh, the amplitude, and then you have two different phases on the negative side as it goes through the valley and up to zero again. Is that like if,
2: would that be like the the out of phase like uh, like sine and cosine?
0: Yeah, it, it, you could use. But what they do is, um, if you know that a signal is, let's say, forty five degrees out of phase from zero. Yeah then the other end knows that this is it's called the symbol the other end knows that this 45 degrees out of phase signal that it received on the receiving side it, it extrapolates meaning out of that and the meaning is a bit of one or a bit of zero bits and bytes and so on um so you use phase shift keying to on the other end, depending on which phase status the signal arrives in, is what information you're passing to the receiving site. Now, if you have on one hertz, one cycle per second, you have yeah. four four statuses that you can provide information on. Okay. Well, if you grab that same amount of space and you do two hertz, which is two cycles within that same period, that same second, now the wave is going up and down twice. So now you have eight spaces that you can actually key for
2: information. I see. So it starts to, um, it starts as, the, to comp-
0: as the signal gets smaller and smaller, there are more face shifts that you can key information into. Now you say key, like K-E-Y? Yeah, and key is just, you know, that you can put or... Represent information with.
2: So, really, just so what we're the, talking about is like up at around 60 gigahertz, which is 60,000 megahertz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at that level, you know, there's just an insane amount of data that can be packed onto that frequency, right? Yes
0: insane in comparison and, to uh, insane is a reference so yeah in com-
2: in comparison to what you're seeing now right and <laughs> layman's terms insane so and then it, and and so 5g is kind of covers any, anywhere from 600 megahertz on up to 300 gigahertz is that
0: correct well no not necessarily and that's one of the misconceptions that he had on uh the video that i was talking about is right now in the us i every there's several different carriers and they all different they use different frequency spectrums that are allotted to them different blocks okay so right now we're using between 600 megahertz and six gigahertz in the 5g sector Right, And inside of there, there are blocks that are allotted for 5G communications. There's also going to be a rollout that's going to go up in the 24 gigahertz and somewhere around that general area. And then there's going to be also one that's later on that's supposed to roll out that's going to be around the 89 gigahertz area. But right now, I don't see any specifications being put out there that say that they're going to roll out 5G up above 89 gigahertz all the way
2: up to 300 gigahertz. OK, so what does the does t- the timeline look like for the 24 and then to the 89? Um, I can find that out and get that to you. Um, I
0: didn't really research the timeline. Um, truthfully, I, I've been kind of out of this and not really caring about yeah. the communications in the last while. Um, so yeah. I just kind of gathered a little bit of information to get on here as far as what the current stuff is. But I didn't really see what the actual rollout dates are.
2: Right. So, what we're talking about here, maybe, is the, I guess, you know, the two discussions could be the, the first one, obviously, is the physical uh, capabilities, um, or, or, or cause of, you know, potential harm from the physical abilities of the waves. Versus, then, you know, we get into the deeper discussion of, you know, uh, the technology itself. You know, how much information you know, how the information can be used to affect people uh, mentally, just um, in terms of knowledge or, or, or other other realms of control. But I think the physical realm, the physical qualities is, is what I've, you know, heard most about. And like, maybe the ability for certain frequency blocks, um, like 24 or 60 or whatnot, to maybe um, interfere with maybe bodies that have been exposed to heavy metals or, um, has, you know, internal qualities that may be a little bit modified, but via vaccines, maybe via, via, uh, you know, components that were in vaccines. Um, maybe there's, is, you know, we can maybe, you know, look into that or, you know,
0: I think, yeah, I there. mean, in general, the speculation can go on for days. You really need to get, with somebody who's a a virologist a molecular biologist somebody who understands what you know on not just on a cellular level but on a molecular level which i know it's higher but how certain frequencies affect those and inhibit them or cause, or those molecules cause the frequencies to be inhibited, which is the case at 60 gigahertz with oxygen molecules. It's actually causing the frequency to, or the transmission to be inhibited rather than, and I'm sure it has some effect on the oxygen itself, but really nobody's gone out there to find out, okay, let me capture this oxygen after it's been radiated by 60 gigahertz and let's find out how the molecules change. I haven't found somebody doing that kind of research. So So you're
2: saying that you're saying at the 60 gigahertz level of the sine wave, that actually gets interfered with by oxygen? Like oxygen actually um, prohibits its its um, transmission? Attenuates. Attenuates. Okay. 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 Um, all right. I, thank you. I, I think that's all I got for now. I just kind of wanted to bring some of that stuff up. Uh, maybe I'll I'll pass the mic over to somebody else now. Thank you. Nice talking to you.
1: It, yeah, I mean, you know, and I wasn't here for the whole conversation, but parts of it that I was listening to, um, you know, kind of about the microwave and the power. It's like your microwave is, you know, maybe it's on the 2.4 gigahertz frequency or close to it. But it's pushing a thousand watts right into each other, bouncing off the off the walls. And um, you know, your your router is probably not pushing a thousand watts. I do you know how much router pushes?
0: The current stat is that your your router is usually under one watt. Yeah,
1: so that's a big difference and then I mean as far as like this stuff being able to cause cancer and and cause some type of damage and maybe even way he was talking about with the plant being too close to the router um, I mean if you and you brought up earlier about how they have to go before a committee and get everything you know quote unquote okay and if you read the like your cell phone um, like all of the information on it really closely, one of the hazards they actually tell you about is you're supposed to hold the cell phone eighteen inches away from your head. Correct. So you know, so your, like if your you cell have...
0: phone usually has about a two watt transmitter somewhere in that general area, so That's really, a lot. really thinking about this, I mean, for the amount of time that we have had cell phones, and people have been putting it up to their head and radiating themselves, and we haven't had specifically any breakouts of that can be attributed specifically to that, I think by now the cards would have unfolded. I spent my whole entire um, career in communications really uh, doing satellite communications. I've been radiated left and right in the gigahertz spectrum. Um, KU band and KA band both work in the 12 to 20 gigahertz range. And we would transmit those frequencies up and down all the time. And I was standing in front of the transmitter sometimes. It's because that's the only way to test them.
1: Yeah, well, hey, we got uh, two more hands up already. So I'm going to go ahead and mute them and let them ask questions if they wish. So. 716, and Adam and Money Mike take turns.
5: <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey, how you doing, John? How you
0: doing, Maurice? Hello? I'm well, thank you.
5: Hi.
6: Um, How you guys doing? I got a few questions about this. Um, I'm going to dumb it down.
0: Hello? Hi. Uh-oh. I can hear you. Sorry, right,
5: go ahead, I'll go after. I didn't know you he could hear me. Is that better? Is that yeah.
1: Adam? Hello? Hey, seven one seven, do you want to go first or uh one seven one six?
6: Did you hear seven one six?
1: Yeah, yeah. Didn't you have okay, a question? Yeah, a- you were the first with your hand raised.
6: It's a, yeah, yeah, I that, that can wait. Um, but I'm going to dumb this down quite a bit. Um, I just got some maybe occupational questions, um, let alone public health questions. Um, these, um, like, let, let's talk about permissible limits. Um, with the FCC or whoever, they'll give out permissible limits, like .005 um, per frequency. Is there a permissible limit per frequency? You know, so far as public health or or even occupational health is concerned, like
0: the
5: permissible radiation limit
0: I I don't know that there is. I would have to research that because what your what your question really is asking is 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 it specific per frequency. Each frequency would have to be limited to X amount by tests that were done that say that this frequency will cause X damage or X repercussions if it goes above X power, right?
6: Well, that Um, that would be the empirical data that would be collected. But yeah, um, I'm asking about the permissible limits, um, not not the result of the... And they under- no, for,
0: yeah, well, the I, in, in order for them like, to establish. you
6: were talking about limits and they wouldn't go over, you know, they couldn't ramp it up type of thing.
0: Yeah, um, and, but in cool. order for them to, to establish what's permissible, they have to establish what is a healthy amount of this frequency compared to an unhealthy amount. Or at least some kind of a repercussion, some point within amplitude that this frequency does something. Right, And then they would say, well, at this point, we cannot consider this permissible any longer, so we have to stop it at this point. Um, so in, right. in essence, they would have to do that for the whole entire spectrum and give you frequency by frequency what the amplitude permissibilities are. I don't know that anybody's done that kind of a study. I, I would have to research, but, okay. I, I, you know, did that answer your question? You know, yeah. So, um, like, if I wanted to broadcast
6: whatever my own television station, mm-hmm. you know, I just I'm broadcasting, or I go I go to the FCC or whoever's in charge of this. Um, you know, to see, but um, you know, they wouldn't. Say, okay, your frequency, you have to stay within this range what's range limit let's say instead of let's say permissible limit. let's say range
1: limit i I don't know if maurice could hear that but for me it just cut out really bad like yeah it did cut out really bad
0: and uh, i think in general you have to start looking okay so let's say you wanted to broadcast a tv station or a a tv show first of all you have to figure out what spectrum are you going to broadcast it out right so um what's your targeted audience so if your targeted audience is that your local community you could probably just get away with a vhf radio that broadcasts whatever the power level is permissible within the vhf spectrum right i i didn't happen to investigate what vhf is whatever the permissible power limits are and i can do that for you if you'd like however that you know you'd have to first kind of engineer or design your network in order to try and find out the answer. If you're trying to, let's say, broadcast this uh, TV show to Sweden, right? There are several avenues for you to do this. You could do this through the internet and pipe it in, or you could do it through keying ham radio and designing a system that would allow you to modulate in the ham radio spectrum and demodulate at the other end and grab that signal that's been demodulated and turn it into a TV program, okay. and then you would fall within the ham radio specifications as to how much power you can transmit. So, okay. the question is kind of—it's kind of broad because you don't know really what the application is. Yeah.
6: Um, well, i mean, not I, mean, I want to say elementary questions, um, but they kind of are, you know, on an educational standpoint. Um, or an occupational health standpoint, um, you know, you said you've been working on radiation a lot of, I would just think you'd have these, you know, limits just popping off your head. But um, anyway, um, I'm just going to stack this up because well, let's 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 just put a number out there. Like I said earlier, like 0.005 is a permissible. You know, let's just say that's that's as much as you can have annually. You know, 0.005 of whatever whatever bandwidth you decide. Because there's so many numbers out there that um, that's even scary. It's like a lasagna of numbers. Um, but, yeah, these numbers, they stack on top of each other. Not only do they stack, you know, which compound them. Um, do you know the human frequency? What's, what's the frequency of a human being? Because we are... We, 7.8. Pardon? 7.8. 7.8. Um, but anyway, let's say, let's say all these frequencies are like just blasting through the air. They're just running around doing what they want to do. Um, would they, could they, or how, um, could it affect my frequency, your frequency, anybody's frequency, so far as, um, mental health, let's say, um um and yeah let's 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 let me just put this out there too as part of those i mean you got higher frequencies higher frequencies and since you're a musician let's let's put it in like tweeter and bass drum like the tweeter it hits all you know it, 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 it's high frequency it hits the wall it stops drum i could hear it through that wall and halfway down the block um so far as high band and low bands um are concerned um and some people might like it, you know like in you know, high grade frequency to skin cancers. You know, and the pop up those. All these new technologies, including radar, um, and with a low band, uh, not stop at your skin, but possibly get through your body. You know, like a bass drum. And with the advent of vaccines, um, we already know uh, they were talking about, uh, or how you you'd mentioned, um, not population control, but uh, maybe slowing it down or whatever that was. Um, but these are all, you know, provoking thoughts for me. Um, you know, like, like I, I just can't get into all those numbers. You know, it's, it's just way too confusing. So I, I like to simplify things. Um, and uh, you, you just, you know, simple questions i think i think they should be occupational questions occupational health questions let alone public health questions um and without the empirical data i mean they won't let a vaccine out without well yeah actually <laughs> well we can, yeah they will um but let's say uh, you know the food testing the drug testing the everything else testing um why aren't they testing this um and uh you know i i just see this first steps to ai I, ai is coming um, you know and the faster faster it happens uh, for me is probably not so good for me, you know there's a lot of people it will be good for um, but I'm definitely not one of them. I'm just a man you know I don't I don't act as a corporation, so you know when people like to see any of this helping as a corporation, I don't need any faster speeds, but honestly um, yeah,
0: so and just like to um nice. just to kind of give you a little bit of insight into AI, I mean, the last 10 years of my career in communications, I spent with uh, two companies that built autonomous SATCOM systems, we actually built uh, systems that will actually deploy themselves, will lock on find, uh, get coordinates from several different sensors and input, find a SAT signal, Lock onto it, peak the signal, establish a link, and do that all autonomously without any input from a person pretty cool prior to, call, to prior to that, pretty much any service call um, you know if let's say there was a disaster and all communications were tore down from a, a town um you would need to establish some kind of communications, either point-to-point or satellite-based communications. You would have to actually deploy technicians to go out there and actually point a dish. The problem with that is obviously you have to send people into the disaster area, and sometimes they're not safe. Um, and secondarily is, is the people that are in, within the city that are expected to do that are the ones that are actually affected by the disaster in the first place. So most of our systems went to disaster uh recovery industry, oil and gas industry, several other industries, but those systems are autonomous. They are full AI systems that will do exactly what you tell them to do, even though they're not programmed to a specific set of code, because you can't tell it, if you're here, you can't set up a a mapping system that tells it, if you're here geographically, then you're gonna go ahead and look over here for the satellite, et cetera. You just give it some guidance, but the system itself makes decisions on how it's gonna find that Hey, the established link. Hey, Maurice. Yeah.
3: Um, A question I'd like to address. A lot of people think that the blanketing of Wuhan is what caused this virus. I know you've already kind of spoke to that, but can you speak about it from the perspective of the blanket, blanketing of an area and why? you didn't think that that would be a cause of that?
0: Well, um, so to go back to that, you have to kind of go back to the beginning of what do they mean by cost the outbreak? Um, First of all, a virus can't necessarily just on its own just jump from an animal to a human arbitrarily. It has to go through generations of mutation in order to... To adapt itself to the new organism, so if it doesn't, and this sometimes takes long periods of time, sometimes short periods of time, it's it's just not a predictable thing. Um, So, in order for it to have been, uh, you know, someone actually did this mutation um, on purpose by using five G. Let's say, um, first of all, you would have to mutate the virus itself and mutated in such a form that it could now live and reproduce within a different organism and that being a human organism. So you would need technology as far as r- radio frequency and radiation that could affect a virus. And a virus resides in the nanometer physical structure in that space, in the nanometer space. 5G does not reside. It's way too big in order for you to target a virus, Okay, So you you can't really grab a 5G signal and modify the RNA structure of a virus using that 5G signal. It's just not compatible. So in that sense, if they're suggesting that the 5G signal actually went and mutated this virus and caused it to mutate in such a way that it could infect humans, that's just not possible. Okay, And I think that that's really what they were getting at. Um, the one video I, that I did, I, go ahead.
1: I actually don't think that that's what they were getting at. Um, everything that I've seen is basically, it's not that the 5G is um, mutating the the virus, it's that um, the 5g is is activating is accelerating kind of like a gentleman, I believe it was one of the last callers was talking about um, the vaccines, you know like there's something that they put in the vaccines, maybe the flu vaccines where it, when that comes in contact with 5g it you know accelerates and, and moves into this coronavirus.
0: Okay, so to go from the perspective of, let's say they gave you a vaccine with anything in it, I guess, the virus itself, corona, I guess, that's what they're getting at. They give somebody a vaccine and it stays dormant in the body until 5G frequency ranges, excite it and cause it to become active. That, in first of all, if the unit if the virus is dormant and this is merely causing it to become active could it excite a virus at that level it could probably excite the molecules that are around it and that causes the virus to excite itself that's possible but in the first place the virus would have to already be engineered excuse me already be engineered to be able to affect a human being in the first place so you're not just you're just waking it up at that point
1: yeah yeah I I would agree with that I mean one of the first videos I posted up in the chat this evening is talking about um you know it's the Epoch Times talking about how this virus was most likely a weaponized version of the virus that came out of one of the labs in Wuhan but anyways um but in, in order,
0: question. In, but in order to do that i mean why why would you need to have a 5g signal in order to to wake this virus up the whole entire I planet mean, the whole entire planet is already blanketed with ku ka x c s bands yeah. out of satellites in the sky they could have used that frequency to to excite it they wouldn't need 5g to do that
1: i i'm just saying that that was kind of my understanding of what the argument of 5g with the yeah and uh, and i guess that's, that's my
0: response to that is that i yeah uh, th- there's no no real need for you to set up an entire 5g network in order to excite a virus to come to awaken it there's already plenty of radiation all over the place that could do that if that's, and I'm not saying that that's actually possible for that matter. I don't know whether that is possible or not. I'm just saying that there are already transports and mediums out there that could do that for you without having to establish a 5G network.
1: Okay, well, Adam had the uh, next question, and then we're going to kind of start wrapping this up. I just got a text to that guy go do something real quick.
5: All right, I'm gonna start right where that guy left off. I definitely agree, 5G was not done to activate a virus. However, it makes sense to put 5G on there to increase frequencies and all that shit. Um, We already know that frequencies can hurt you because x-rays you know can can damage you, right? Everybody knows that?
0: Yeah, but you're talking, yes.
5: It's the other end of the. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's the other end of the spectrum. I get it. Okay, but that doesn't matter. I wrote a doctoral, not a thesis, but a health policy proposal on the damaging effects of Wi-Fi radiation, four um, G, three G, probably there's some five G in my research too. Um, I don't know. It was it was like last year. So there's tons of research that documents the effects of all frequencies on. The body cells good or bad uh i don't know if anybody heard of dr hulda clark and the um parasite zapper machine or yeah i got one frequency machines exactly they're all based on a frequency so if they can help you they can definitely fucking harm you so there's not even a question this was like yeah. an hour of, of me trying to say hey this isn't even a question
0: well, do, you then, your, you know, do you have your Do you have your research available? I
5: agree that it was not set up to to activate a virus. However, five G is proven to open what's called the calcium gated voltage uh, channels on your um in your cells. So it causes this influx of calcium into the cell, and the cell fires like crazy because it can't close that gate, and then it just basically just like burns the cell out. It's like the best well, way. What like, fr- heat sucks. like, it,
2: like fries Well, what, what frequency though? what I have, frequency I know,
5: I top my head it's like it's like 4g frequencies and look at cell phones there's tons of evidence on yeah. cell phone frequency giving guys testicular cancer or or, right. or damaging sperm to so their infertile or um brain tumors or so many different things um freaking uh what's his name uh oh, this doctor can't think of his name but he he won't even he won't even allow people in his practice if they don't totally disconnect from frequencies because you think that's that much of an issue for chronic health people and chronic health people are the ones who are dying from this quote unquote COVID, which I don't even really know if that even exists yet because all viruses are dead things. They're not living. So to say that it survives on the surface for a week, it's bullshit. It's a hundred percent bullshit. They can't live anywhere. They don't live in you. They're a result of a toxic cell releasing toxins. It's a natural thing. They're called exosomes. It's natural it's supposed to happen if it didn't happen you would be dead it's just bullshit but regardless hour is going
2: i agree it,
5: it, it,
2: it, yeah i mean there's definitely feels, you know there's definitely the ability for frequencies to to modify cells and whatnot, just like the rife machine you know by by um, royal rife you know which is what hold the clarks research was all done on you know um and so therefore you know if you can you if you can affect stuff with frequencies in a positive manner you can do it in a negative manner too but i think that you know we're the, the discussions that we're having with maurice i do you, you know we're um,
0: trying to, we're trying do to you figure have,
2: out do you have links
0: to that research and specific frequency i'll give talking you the about? paper
5: bro i'll just read back my info i'll give you the paper you can read it
0: you, yeah i'd love to read it. You know,
5: pretty basic yeah absolutely and there's
0: links in that paper yeah uh, I yeah I mean it would be interesting to find to it would be interesting out. to find out if uh there are researchers and obviously you're saying that they are that were done that specific frequencies have specific results whether good or bad at specific amounts of power and so on and to be able to chart that out and say let's say it were a 2.4 gigahertz block of, of, of frequencies that would cost at 1,000 watts of power, that are there any entities out there that are allowing that to happen within their specifications, within their written codes of how much power you should put out within that specific frequency? That would be interesting.
5: I know the frequencies are specific. I don't. I don't know about the power. I have to obviously go look. Just I, you know, it a while ago. I don't remember all the research, but the research there, man, it's like it's it's undisputable, indisputable, whatever the word is.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely interested. in it. I mean, I was pretty amazed when I saw the thing about the Wi-Fi routers and the plants being put next to them. They were they weren't doing too good, and then That's they true, were, you know. True so
0: in that research and obviously you've seen it so in that research were they able to tell what kind of cellular effect that specific frequency had well on i plant? mean
1: i i know what um adam's That's talking true. about and i i absolutely agree with them and even someone else wrote up in the chat that like women who keep you know how you we were talking earlier and you agreed that yes, the cell phone specifications—it's supposed to be 18 inches away from your head. But you know, we haven't seen a lot of people with brain cancer. Um, one thing that a lady wrote is that when women put it in their bra, they get breast cancer. What Adam's talking Absolutely. about with guys who have it in their um, pocket, in their front pocket—I know this pocket. for a fact. But guys who have it in their front pocket for three to four hours or more a day are thirty percent less likely to be able to produce healthy sperm. Like they will go stay. Even
5: back pocket, JC. Even back pocket. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's just from being close to the vicinity of, you know, the genitals. Um, And and that's for real there. You can find stuff about that on the Internet almost anywhere. And they're not necessarily speaking about a specific frequency, but just from, you know, the microwaves being emitted at one or two watts and it being that close to pretty
0: sensitive organs. That may be the case, but they could not have said microwaves because we do not use microwaves at this level. So
1: a millimeter wave okay, I, maybe I was just using that as an well, example, you know, I mean, I'm not a the, scientist.
2: Well, we're talking about the cell phone, right? What's that, 1800
0: yeah. megahertz? They, they all use different frequency blocks yeah. depending on the carrier and so on. But right. yeah, I mean, none of that is even remotely close to the microwave level. Microwaves right. are small enough to possibly affect some stuff. And so are nanowaves. And, you know, you obviously see that from sunlight and other ionizing type radiation. But, I mean,
2: re- really, what we're talking about is we try. We should try to mitigate our exposure to all RF.
0: I you mean, should. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Pardon there me, gentlemen. Uh,
7: may I make a May I make a possible uh, theory here, um, uh, or or at least in the form of a question right now? Um, do you think? Um, do you think this 5G or any kind of radio? Do you think? Um, you think in many ways affects the mind or brain first, uh, especially or at least lowers the the I won't say the intelligence, but just to the point where uh, left and right brain responses are kind of off, or to where we start making television
5: too, does that. too
7: many, too many, uh, like uh, too many judgments based on our emotions or something
0: like that. Personally, I don't believe that. that, but again, that's my opinion. I've been radiated in my industry, like I said, mm-hmm. left and right. I've watched television all my life. I've had cell phones. I put them in my pocket, put them in my front pocket, my back pocket. I have not been <laughs> diagnosed of anything. Um, okay. I've been radiated uh-huh. in, in all spectrums that are available commercially. Link, and dude. I'm sorry? Right.
5: Man. You don't see the link. And you're complaining that, you know, you've been around all this radiation, but yet you can't see the link that it could possibly be harmful. What,
0: no, what I'm saying is that I have been radiated and I don't see any effects from it. That's, I'm just speaking to the fact that I do not see any effects from it. What tests have you done? To myself? Correct. Uh, well, first of all, I go to the doctor all the time. Um, I just had checkups for the standard 50-year-old checkups. Um, I'm still alive. I don't... Okay.
3: Hey, something I noticed, too, Maurice, about a lot of these videos, I see a lot of these people narrating in very general terms, and they throw out just a couple of numbers. But like you've said here, for two hours, and you've given so many educated answers that I myself still know they're going to use it for nefarious purposes, but I don't think it's to radiate me. I'm, I haven't really worried about that. That's why I never researched it, which is exactly why I'm thankful I know you. But I just wanted it to, uh, you know, these are good answers you've given your time and you have been comprehensive answers that people can go back and listen to on the show and i'm going to ask you something on the side i won't do it on the show but i just had an idea so i'll throw it at you tomorrow i'll give you a call tomorrow if that's okay but i mean you've been great you've answered all these questions dude i think the main worries about what people are thinking about it have been as far as the health aspect has been answered in my opinion. And I know for myself, I'm very
0: thankful you came out and gave your time to us like this. That was, that was really cool of you to do. Yeah, absolutely. Take it for, you know, if you guys need something research that I can research for you, I'm happy to do it. Well, that's funny. You mentioned that then I'll go ahead and ask you
3: on the show. I think it would be cool if you made a video either with John or yourself, cause John's got, a website. He's got a video series. And I think it would be really cool to have, like, just maybe sit down and go through those videos and pick out what you think people will ask questions about, or maybe even think about this show. Maybe you could just kind of speculate and answer some of those questions in a good video instead of having all the ones floating out there that just, you know, speak in conjecture.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it. That'd be interesting. And primarily, a lot of the videos that I've seen where they can be refuted, they either did not take enough time to verify their facts or they're pushing them out specifically for an agenda. I do not know. But there are plenty of videos that I've seen where you can definitely refute what they're saying. And at least to try and clarify some of that, and I, I'm not I don't have all the answers. There may be some things out there that I don't know about and that are flying under my radar, but I do know the things that I do see that are incorrect that I can speak about.
1: Okay. Well, we're gonna have to continue this maybe sometime next week. I would like to thank you, Maurice, for coming out. And yeah, also, Yeah, absolutely. Say thank, thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who uh, participated. Sorry, BB, and sorry, 716. But uh, I kind of have things that I have to go do, so I got to kind of end early. I'll give everybody yeah. a few minutes to kind of say good night. If Money Mike wishes to advertise his call, his calls typically every night. Is it every night, Mike?
7: <laughs> Wait a minute now. Um, no, no, no. Um, actually, hey, hey, no. One week from Thursday, uh, I am uh, 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 finally uh, coming back. So uh, it's going to be a whole reboot of call. I don't have the number. I, I put the talk show ID on the chat already. But, uh, if you want to look it up, it's just the Money Mike Society 2.0. Well, and, and of uh,
1: course, I, we'll be back here next Wednesday. Uh, and uh, 9, sorry for interrupting. 9 p.m. Standard huh? Sorry
7: for interrupting, but
2: uh, everybody on
7: the call. Please do me a favor. Please do us all a favor. Take a long look, hard look at yourself. And if you have a difficult time more than ever doing it, then uh, then you'll know, then you know something's going on. And it's not just with yourself. If the, then you know if, if this 5G thing is happening, then and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Get the aluminum foil out now.
0: Yeah.
7: <laughs> all right. I just heard a monkey in the background. What was that? I mean not the that, monkey just, the, the monkey from that? Outbreak. Yeah, Outbreak. <laughs> I'm with that monkey right now. One hey. monkey. hey, one one monkey don't stop no show. All right, anyway. I'm not a monkey. No, 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 no. Not you. Shut up.
5: <laughs>
7: All right, good night everybody.
1: Good
0: night, everybody. All uh, right, JC. Yeah. Uh uh, I texted you a couple days ago. When you have a spare moment sometime in the week, no rush,
2: uh, give me a call, okay?
1: Uh, all right, brother.
2: <laughs> all right, thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good
1: night. night, night. Everyone. Good night, everyone. Thanks for coming out. Hopefully, we'll see y'all all next week.
5: Brought to you by Walmart.